Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of the 10 a.m. Connection. I'm super honored to bring to you this specific focus within a well valley, which is pretty much how we are finding joy and self-control within business. And if you're like me, I was struggling with, let me just be real. The title is blaming because it's not what you think. If you're like me, like I said, we did a business plan in the beginning of the year, or maybe you did a vision board and you're looking at it and you're looking at reality and you're like, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's not lining up. It's just not what's, what's going on. Or maybe you're the person that's like, I'm hitting my goals. I'm doing this. I'm smashed. I'm crushing it. And that's great. I'm super excited on both ends of the spectrum, because if we look at this, I want to, I want to just, let's just look at it. Let Just go with me for a second. Are we blaming because it's not what we think? That we think that it has to be this way. So we're blaming our circumstances. We're blaming the relationships in our life. We're blaming all of the distractions because it's not what we think needs to be happening right now. Okay. So um, today in today's podcast, I'm going to give you two reasons why you're blaming the situation and it's keeping you stuck. Let's get started. Jesus, family, daily life coaching equals diaper changes, spaghetti in the hair, mom life moments, cold coffee, tea, and a whole lot of giggles. If you're picking up what I'm throwing down, let's be friends. Hi, my name is Angelica Stanley, and I help mamas unleash their God-given purpose, overcome mindset roadblocks, set effective goals, create the ultimate business and family roadmap aka strategies from heaven by providing daily life coaching that will help you mama live your dream of serving your family and your calling while creating streams of income by writing your story speaking from your story and launching the business to coach others from the outcome of your overcome that's right so if this is for you welcome to the 10 a.m connection all righty mama so now that we're kind of transitioning into these questions, well, you know that I always have at least, you know, one to five guide points, questions, or anything for you in this coaching podcast. So always, you know, click if you're listening, tuning in from Spotify, Apple, uh, wherever it is, or if you're tuning in from my website, wellvalley.org forward slash podcast, wherever you are at. Always be sure to check the description so you can get the questions or the prompts that uh, I am speaking from to kind of help you navigate uh, as you choose to apply this in your daily life. Um, Maybe you've purchased one of our workbooks or you're, you know, using your own journal or you purchased one of our journals. However you are at, um, grab a pen and a paper and let's get started. So... I have Proverbs 3 open because I really want to talk to you in this perspective of are we leaning on our own understanding? So 
this is one of the reasons why you're blaming the situation and it's keeping you stuck. And I phrased it and delivered it to you that way <laughs> because I myself have to continuously take accountability and check my fruit and really see, especially in business, okay, in joy and self-control, am I leaning on my own understanding? And that comes from Proverbs 3. So I'm going to actually read. I have um, in front of me from the YouVersion Bible app. You can go to mybible.com and... Um, or search you version or get the app or however, but I'm looking at it on my computer screen right now. And I have the parallel version of the new King James version and the NIV and the NIV. Actually, let me say this. The King James version comes from, or the new King James version, the, the title of the chapter is called guidance for the young. And I think that is, extremely encouraging in this perspective because if you've been tuning in for a while and following along with me on this podcast, I always read, I will always say like, I'm a child of God or, you know, and things like that. And people, I'll get people like message me or whatever. And they'll be like, uh, you're a woman of God. You, you are a queen. And I'm like, thank you. Yes. (laughs) Like, I appreciate you. I'm referencing myself as in where the Bible talks about that we are to become like children, the heart, like a child in the kingdom of God. And so that's my perspective of that, because really, I mean, it's great and it's flattering to be called a queen and all of these things, but I really view and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, I mean, maybe I'm, of course, I mean, I'm human. I could be wrong, right? But, um, I just always pictured getting my crown when we hear, or when I hear well done, good and faithful servant. So now it's more of like, how am I becoming a child of God, a disciple and, you know, and getting leadership and guidance and, and navigating through the storms and working on those things. So when Proverbs 3 in the New King James Version says guidance for the young, it states my son or daughter, okay, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For Verse 2 says for length of days and long life and peace, they will add to you. Verse 3, let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. And man. Verse 5 says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Verse 6 says, in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Verse 7 Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Verse 9. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all of your increase. Verse 10. So... Your barns will be filled with plenty 
and your vats will overflow with new wine. Verse 11, my son, do not despise the chastising of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For who, verse 12, for whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father and son in whom he delights. Verse 13, happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For verse 14, for her proceeds are better than the profits of silver and her gain than fine gold. Verse 15, she is more precious than rubies and all the things you may desire cannot compare to her. Verse 16, length of days is in her right hand and in her left hand is riches and honor. Verse 17, her ways are not, her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. Verse 18, she is a tree of life to those who take hold of her and happy are all who retain her. Verse 19, the Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. Verse 20, by his knowledge, the depths were broken up and clouds drop down the dew. Verse 21, my son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. Verse 22. So they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Verse 23. You will walk safely in your way and your foot will not stumble. Verse 24. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down. And your sleep will be sweet. Verse 25. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. Verse 26. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. That foothold. The enemy is always looking for a foothold, right? A hold on your foot. Verse 27. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in the power of your hand to do so. Verse 28. Do not say to your neighbor, go and come back and tomorrow I will give it when you have it with you. 29. Do not devise, devise evil against your neighbor for he dwells by you for safety's sake. Verse 30, do not strive with a man without cause if he has done you no harm. Do not envy the oppressor and choose none of his ways. Verse 32, for the perverse person is an abomin abomination to the Lord, but his secret counsel is with the upright. Verse 33, the curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. Verse 34, surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. 
And we'll end, and this is the end, verse 35, where it says, The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. So this is from the New King James Version, and that is pretty heavy, okay? And the reason why I wanted to share that with you is because a lot of times we, you know, we did these vision boards and all of those types of things. And we're like, yeah, this is great. Oh my goodness. This is amazing. And then we find ourselves, you know, come first, second week of February and we look back and we're like, it doesn't match. It's not working. Well, sometimes, you know, we write the plans, but the Lord directs our steps and this is the reason why I, I believe, you know, two reasons why this is one of the two reasons why you're blaming the situation and it's keeping you stuck. We're blaming the circumstances. We're blaming all of the things that have happened. And that's the reason why we're not getting the blessing or we're, we're feeling these feelings. A lot of times, and, and, and I'm going to speak for myself personally, any time I was led by the Lord to Proverbs 3 and to really break down the scripture was because I was afraid of being still before the Lord. And and I'm going to be totally transparent with you and say, I didn't know that I was afraid of being still before the Lord because I thought that, you know, I went to school on Sunday or I went to church on Sundays and I was doing my Bible studies and my devotionals and I was doing all these things, reading all these things, doing every, you know, training course and, you know, this, I was newly saved. So I had the, who the fire of Jesus. I was like, yes. And I was, you know, freshly, you know baptized and you know running out the water and really it was I was doing the same thing that I used to do I was in my past I was you know I had education I had school I had all of these things but then I was still doing the same thing but I was just instead of using worldly tools I was using the bible for busy work to keep myself busy. So I, I really had a heart check. One, two, one, two, really. Um, you know, it's really heart check <laughs> because we had to kind of, I had to, and I'm just sharing with this with you because it's um, pretty rough, you know, on these, on, in this topic. But I was using the old ways with new tools, expecting to be expecting to get the calling that I felt that the Lord was pulling me to like, you know, like, Hey, come here. You know what I mean? The word says, you know, my sheep know my voice. And so I kept, you know, I hear you, I hear you. And I, you know, in my spirit, it was like, Oh my goodness. And so those things were happening, but I was expecting, I was leaning on my own understanding of what and how it, I was supposed to get there. And that's why I say we make the plans, but the Lord directs our steps. So my question to you, where in this transformation that you are in or in any transformation or transition, I like to say that um, at Well Valley, we focus, you know, well into purpose. We focus on the transition pieces because a lot of times what happens is we don't get the transformation because we are getting out of the transition 
peace that is needed in order to build a solid foundation to steward the transformation, to walk in that transformation, walk in that new business, walk in that book, walk in, you know, stewarding a blog and being a wife, a mom and a business owner. Okay. Stewarding, navigating all of those things. And if we are not comfortable, here's your boat, right? Sometimes it's a tugboat, speed boat, a yacht. You know, I was be talking about the boat. If we're in the boat, Okay. And we're learning and a wave comes and we kind of have to, you know, tip topple here and move here and kind of navigate this boat. But when storms come, how we navigated on that boat is not necessarily how we need to navigate in the storm. Sometimes what we gathered from the training isn't necessarily what we need to take into the storm. Sometimes it's walking by faith that got us to training and transitioning through all of that training stuff that it matured our obedience in walking in faith in the storm. What I'm saying is what you did in obedience prior to the storm The obedience factor is the same application that is needed in the obedience within the storm. So if you're in the storm of, you know, mindset or depression, anxiety, all of these different things, maybe you're, maybe you struggled like me where I was like, I have to go, I have to go, I have to go. I've always, and I hit my hands like that all the time because that's how it felt. It was like I would go and I would hit a wall. I would go and I would hit a wall. And I was doing this to myself. I was trying to break down roadblocks that God was trying to say, if you be obedient with what I'm telling you and be still, that wall, you will bust through that wall. But I can't let you bust through that wall because you're afraid of being still. So the lesson and that's probably, and that's a great transition into the second point is, you know, Proverbs three, we're leaning on our own understanding. And, you know, the second reason is we're afraid to be still because when I was, you know, I, I, I struggled with being bored. I'm not going to lie to you. I struggled with being bored. Because I didn't know how to take captive my thoughts. I didn't know how to apply the word in my mind and address a negative thought that came in. I didn't know how, and this was as a developing, you know, just, you know, soaking wet out the baptism, you know, bin and, you know, running out. And I didn't know how to take captive a thought. I didn't know how to apply the word of God to myself in my daily life. And so I was afraid of being still. So we have all these weapons of war. Our weapons of warfare are not carnal. So they're the, for the pulling down of strongholds. So I have, I'm, you know, in this new way of life, I've surrendered to God and I have this Bible, but, and I'm reading it like I would read to pass a test or I would read to do all of those things, but I, 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 I didn't know how to apply it. I didn't know how to cite the scripture and repeat it in my mind over and over and over again so that when I got anxious, a curse word didn't come out, a scripture came out. Do you hear what I'm saying? 
you know, when I stub my toe. I'm not saying a curse word. I'm saying, Lord, your word says that I will not stub my foot on a pebble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like I'm, and I'm, I'm being funny like that just to encourage you. Like that's the, the application and not from a place where I have to say this. I have to say this. It's, it just comes out. And that's what I want to say. You know, when we're looking at old wineskins, He's, he's got a, it's an old wine skin. He's got it. He's putting new wine. He's not going to put it in the old wine skin. So that be still moment and what I'm, and this is just from my story, from my experience, what I have process, processed going through these various battles, applying these different things, going back to this, you know, God would lead me to this scripture and it would feel like he was smacking me up, you know, like, you know, chastising. Okay. You don't smack us up, but you know what I'm saying? But I was, I was like, you know what, Lord, like, and every time this would happen, it would to get me to be still in that moment. And, and I want to encourage you that be still Psalm 46 is, and read the whole chapter, but it's to me, Psalm 46, be still and know that I am God. Some things we have to be still and speak nothing but the word of God so that God can raise a standard against the enemy. We talk all the time about, oh, this devil on my back and this and this and this and that Jesus fought the devil. Jesus, the way, the truth and the life went into the garden after and fasting 40 days and went toe to toe with an enemy, told him word is the word. The devil told him word back and he rebuked the devil. Okay, we don't rebuke the devil. And I think that's where a lot of people get spirits and, you know, um, strongholds and all those we pray. Some things God needs to do that. God rebukes the devourer on our behalf. It's not by might nor by power, but by the spirit of the living God. The enemy fights us to get into that be still moment because the enemy knows that once we're in that moment, God, the spirit, power of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of the living God shows up and he, he, it is, is done. I mean, there's not even a, 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 an issue, but it's for our good. And God gets all the glory, honor and praise. So if the first reason that we're blaming is because we're leaning on, on, on our own understanding and the second reason is because we're afraid of being still or maybe we don't know how to be still, right? And, and I want to encourage you, that's okay. It is okay. God knew that you were going to come to this moment, okay? God knew that you were going to struggle with certain things. I was, it's funny because I, I have this in my, off, in, in my office when we were in the community um, before COVID, I, I had, when you walked into this, into my office, I had this sign on the wall when you walked in the office and it said, be still. And the property manager walked in and she saw that and she said, whoa, that I like that there. And I said, why? And she said, well, it kind of shook me. It's like a command. Like it makes you think like, oh, be still. Cause I'm running around and I'm doing all these things and I gotta be still. And I was like, wow. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Having a place to where people can just be still 
and rest in you and 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 whatever business we do great but i mean that you were running all day long and now you're able you're able to be still and get in that presence with god or or train in that presence that's my heart for you okay to be able to feel comfortable with the mess you know a lot of people say this world will say you know god don't bless a mess you and part of that is i agree but i also do believe that every single person in the bible was a hot mess okay and hello through obedience through development through seeking god through applying the word through you know like i said obedience what happened they were able to get blessings. So it's the, the transition in order to receive the blessing. And, and I want to close on this, that, you know, God's ways are not our ways. God's ways are not our ways. And I had to learn this because, you know, the peace he gives us is not the way that he, the world gives us. He does not give to us the way that the world gives. So we see a lot of people like riches and cars and, and, and that's great. I am not knocking that. Hear me clearly. I think it is a wonderful thing because God raises people up so that they can, you know, fund the kingdom and, and bless, you know, organizations and help the people and the churches, you know, um, putting money back into organizations and doing all those kinds of things. It's for the people by the people. So my encouragement for you is to my encouragement is for you to take the moment to ask yourself think of the one thing that you're upset about okay now that we've gone through all of these things think about the one thing that you're upset about okay have you placed blame on circumstances that you can't control that stole your joy and self-control? Let me, let me say this again. Have you placed blame on circumstances that you can't control that stole your joy and self-control? The business isn't going the way you thought, okay? It's your life, daily life in business is not matching your vision board. Maybe you missed a deadline because you realized that the things that you chose to do, your family, certain obligations and things that are, you know, you know that God needs you to be in that moment. Obedience has caused you to miss out on certain things in your business. You did you think God didn't know that that was going to happen? So here is here is where I want to close. The biggest kicker for myself, okay? And this may not apply to you, okay? So I'm just sharing um, a transparency. Is repenting for leaning on our own understanding for this particular moment now true repentance is completely turning away and so you might be saying well i find myself back here am i really repenting am i really doing this like i'm getting here i believe that god will lead you 
We make the plans and the Lord directs our steps. I believe that you're listening to this podcast or you're part of Well Valley and you, you know, in, or following a social media or you're in Well Valley Daily Women's Group and you're listening to this and you're like, I've been repenting so much that things just keep, I want to encourage you. What if being still, you've repented so many times that being still is the last piece of your repentance so that God can raise that standard against the enemy. Okay. Sometimes our, our biggest blessings are in being still. It's really just the most humbling moment that I could ever just encourage you to have. Okay. I pray this bless you and, you know, again, click in, make sure you get the description questions. I'll go ahead and leave it there. Leaning on our own understanding, afraid of being still. And the third thing is taking, you know, finding, identifying what we're afraid of or what we're angry at, excuse me, finding what we're, the one thing that you're upset about, you're angry about, you know, it's your business not going right. It, you haven't reached your goal and the plan for the month or however. And seeing what circumstances in that have allowed you to lose control. Therefore, you no longer have joy and self-control. Okay. So get the questions in the description and the guidance from there and apply it how you need. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Let me know um, how this has encouraged you. You can go into the description, leave me a message. Let me know. I want to hear from you. I would love to, you know, feature one of your questions in our podcast and, you know, give you a reply personally and then let you know when I address it in the podcast or maybe, I mean, who knows? You might ask me a question and I could turn it into an entire coaching topic for a week at Well Valley, you know, and, and give honor where honor is due, you know, as, as an aspiring author, as a coach, all of those things, you know, what if that is one way that I can encourage you on your journey that God has called you on? Okay. So I love you with the love of the Lord and stay tuned for this message. What's up? Welcome and thank you for tuning in to this episode. I know it was pretty content heavy and you're probably like, oh my goodness, what is my next step? And that is the reason why I want to encourage you to visit wellvalley.org forward slash contact. Okay. And you can click the link in the description. It'll take you to our website and all of that great stuff. Just going to wellvalley.org, you'll be able to find the contact page on the menu and drop down under the logo from cell phone. Um, and really, I just want to say, if you're have if you have any questions, just fill out the information, and it will give you know it'll ask you for some details, and from there, we'll get the ball rolling and seeing do you need a discovery call or maybe just a consultation. Both are free, okay. Now, for myself, a consultation through Well Valley is you're not really sure what you are discovering, okay? And then 
so we're kind of talking, just getting to know each other. And a discovery call is specifically for individuals that want to work with me personally. And we, you want to discover the balance that God created you for within navigating all things Jesus, family, and business. So your personal relationship with God, you know, following Jesus and living by the fruit, knowing the fruit. How is that with your family and how is that with your business? Okay. So just wanted to throw that out there. Click the link in the description. However you have decided consultation to kind of learn more about Well Valley, have a chat. If anything, if we're not meant to work together, I am honored to connect you with so many amazing coaches, mentors, and organizations to equip, encourage, and empower you wherever God needs you to go on your journey. Okay? God bless you, and thanks for tuning in to the 10 a.m. Connection.